1: This is a View from the Bridge, official podcast of the Belfast Giants for Kingdom of the Today is Thursday, the 27th of July, 2023. I'm David McGimsey. I'm very delighted you could join us tonight. Um, tonight's show, we are... I've got some notes here, says I'm going to have to go to. We are going to be talking to not one, not two, but three returning Belfast Giants. We'll be um, explaining our latest fundraising um, efforts. Um, we're going to be talking to the Kings' own favourite hockey player and uh if we've time we'll maybe announce the latest addition to adam case roster or maybe even get him on the line if we can but first before i go any further simon kitchen the man the myth the legend welcome along
0: hello david how's your summer going mate it's going too fast it's flying it really is we're talking about it today and it's just it literally has disappeared since you know the ukraine game back in april which just seems like a couple of weeks ago uh it's it's just really is flying in and, and you know, it's just a few weeks away before the boys start coming in and there's a few of them here already actually. Uh, so um, but the majority of them start coming in a couple of weeks time and it's the time's just getting away. First twenty nine days, twenty nine more sleeps there first game, um, against the Cardiff Devils and the, the friendly game. So it's uh, time is, is ticking away for sure very fast.
1: I don't know if I can do this, says. but let's see if I can. No, I can't. <laughs> I was going to try and share some. Paddy makes this. So the biggest problem is, and I have to apologise to everybody that's watching, but um, Paddy makes this so 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 easy. Um, and he does all this stuff. There's there's how you do it. I've just found out. It's like, us two, so. it's
0: like we're on work experience. <laughs> I've
1: just found out how you do some stuff there. Um, but here, Simon, while we're waiting on our first guest coming in, I don't know if you can see that or not, but there's the, the roster as it sits for the Belfast Giants. Um, We've had a few announcements since uh, we last had a show on the 27th of June, exactly a month ago today. And the Nets, between the pipes, Tyler Bessgrove Andrew Dixon, who obviously has been announced in the last month. Jackson Whistle making the threesome in Nets up there. Jeff Baum, Travis Bryan, Jacob Friend, everybody's favourite guitar playing hero. Mark Garside, Miles Gendron, Davy Phillips and Josh Roach on the back end. And joined up front by Elijah Bereja. Very good. Sorry. Mark Cooper, Oliver Cooper, Ben Lake, Kieran Long, Matt McLeod. Congratulations, Kieran Long, our scene today. Twenty weeks, only another twenty to go before he's going to be a daddy. Uh, Matt McLeod, Aaron Nazarian Sean Norris, Quinn Preston, Kohai Sato, and Daniel Tedesco. The Belfast Giants roster shaping up the- nicely there, Simon.
0: It is for sure. You know, I, I see how how hard the the coaches are working. They're meeting three or four times a week here, uh, more or less all the way through the summer, apart from when they're on holiday. And and uh, you know, and it's good to see that. You know, Adam got a, got a chance to get away there for the first time in quite a few years, and and um, and Steve's away at the minute as well, which again, He, you know, he, he never stops. Even when he's away, we're still getting texts, we're still getting emails. Uh, we just wish he would switch off and and uh, spend a bit of time um, away and enjoying himself. So he's away to North America to see family and friends uh, for the first time in quite a while as well. So, but you know what, Davey, I, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, we. It's going to be very, very tough to, to, to do what we did last year. Um, but, you know, that that's the target. You know, the three trophies last year, we set out every single year to win everything. Um, and it might sound arrogant, it might sound overconfidence, but Sheffield Staters, Cardiff Devils, Nottingham Panthers, um, you know, they all set out exactly the same way. Um, I don't want to, you know, diminish the the, the prospects or the, the Target set out by Nottingham, Manchester, or sorry, uh, Manchester and Dundee and the likes. But, um, you know, our target is to win three trophies, um, and that's exactly what this roster has been put together uh, for. So, um, hopefully, as I say, we can get another addition um, or two or three or four or five. I've seen somebody saying they were putting seven more players onto it. We're the Belfast Giants, we'll do what we want. Um, so, uh, we'll wait and see what happens. So Simon, we we talked probably
1: one of the final podcasts. I and mean, every year, there's never been a a roster that all comes back. Some guys go off to retirement. Fortunately for and, and some of them, you know, we talk about we put guys in a shop window in Belfast to try and get them moves into Europe, and that's happened for some of them. Some of them go back to states. Some of them retire. Some of them, you know, go on back into the real world. Is there anybody there not returning guys, new guys? Maybe one the back end up front that's jumping out at you that you you think is going to be one to watch this season.
0: Do you know what, it's difficult to see. I mean, obviously we've seen what Daniel Tedesco can do that, uh, when he was at Guildford last year. I'm really excited to see um, you know him coming in here and see uh, how he plays in a Belfast Giants uniform. I remember Kohei Sato when he was here with uh, University of New Hampshire in 2018. Lightning quick. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to seeing what he has to offer. So look all these guys, they've been put together very, very um, delicately, if you want to put it that way. They, I know that Adam... Mace, George Oadis, D.S. and and Steve have been through with them with a fine tooth comb exactly what type of player they want to bring in here. Uh good people, good players. And um yeah, it's 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 certainly shaping up very, very nicely.
1: Simon, before um I can see the green room here, and we've already got our first guest awaiting and you know, so let's dive in with that. Um, we've been very privileged over a number of years at AVF TV. We're able to use our whatever position you'd say we'll have to raise a lot of money for charity and thank you the Belfast Giants fans because it's them that put their hands along with ourselves, put their hands in their pockets to make things happen but this year we've got a brand new fundraiser going um, and we're going to bring in your co-chief here to have a little chat about it Hey Mosey welcome back to you. thank you so much how's it going how's your summer ah, it's going very well look beautiful having a Pim, pint of pims. <laughs> and, uh, and the the summer season. That's, right? That's it. mate. Um, let's talk about getting Blakey to Boston.
2: Okay, let's.
1: Simon, do you want you want to actually kick it off first, Simon? With we yeah, bit of absolutely. You,
0: look, you, you, you touched on it. You know, you you touched on a few a few seconds ago there that we've been very lucky to be able to help um raise certain oh. you know fundraising efforts and what have you. There's the wee man himself. Um, and look, we we've. It's been a very difficult time for uh Blake and his family over the last few years um and we we all love him absolutely love him to bits uh he's just a wee legend. and and he's for all the problems and challenges and all the the difficulties that he's had to go through he I have never once heard him complain never and we're very lucky that we're in a position where we're we're going to try and raise as, as much funds as possible to get him and his family a visitable a lifetime. It, it, these things don't come along very often. And, and you know, it's 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 an idea that was floated about a while ago. And when we spoke to you, David, you thought it was absolutely superb and, you know, jumped in with two feet to see what we can help with. It's one of those things where it's, you know, you, you just don't know how many chances that are left for blake to get away um, the last time that i knew i we went to the challenge cup final in 2016 and i remember laura's still got a photograph of me and him in the car park at a service station somewhere along the um, m4 i want to say that's the road down to you isn't it from london that is it m4 so we were we were caught on there we were going back to um i think it was Luton airport because that's the that's the year that the the snow came at the start of march um, and it was really difficult to get there, but we managed to get there, um, and that's the last time that Blake was on a passenger plane. Everything since then has been on a on an air ambulance, or a, I think that's what you call him, um, you know, our ambulance to get him wherever he needs to go, and, and having spent probably the guts of three years over the last five in hospital, it's not far off that anyway, I know he was eight months in Great Ormond Street, and and you know, Christine, was, his mum was there the whole time with him as well. It's, it, I just feel that we are very, very lucky to be in this position to be able to help. And and Adam, you know, Adam himself did a wee video last week, and it sort of, um, it sort of just hit home that. And I, I've, I have two daughters. David, you've got the same. And it's, you know, you, I, I've, I've absolutely no idea how I'd react if it was told. I and mean, it was, I've had to go through what Christine and Andy and Neil and Pixie have to do every single day for Blake Um and again, the wee man doesn't complain and, and on top of that, don't get me wrong, there's an awful lot of other things that we've done throughout the years, I mean, right, right the whole way back to Tom, Smith or Tom Simpson in 2013 14, Laura, right about that 15 15, you know, it's, it's 8 years ago we helped Tom and and you know Tom, at that stage, I didn't actually know this. Laura was telling me, I think it was yesterday, that Tom's outlook then really wasn't very good. He had over 300 blood transfusions. just And then leading up, they had his operation. And I seen him at the last game uh, at the season. And it's two completely different people. You know, it was, it was, I hope I'm not by anybody, but the this, this colour of his skin before he got the operation was it's it's night and day to same now and it's it's brilliant that that's that been the case and there's so many other kids that we've helped along the way, but this is this is probably ultimately our biggest biggest one we've done so far and, and I think it's thoroughly deserved.
1: Well Laura I'm gonna let you jump in and add your top and it's worth explain to people how they can get involved. I'm just gonna put something up on the screen for tonight's show especially.
2: So let us know how
1: you can get involved and in helping Blake to Boston.
2: I'm just gonna circle back to a couple of things that simon was saying about blake um it goes for all our kids i think people forget maybe how sick they really are they see them at the hockey they see them cheering and having fun but they've you've no idea what their lives are actually like and it goes for for dahi for ethan and what their families are lives are like, like two o'clock in the morning and something goes wrong and that's not a one-off like your kid might be sick once or twice a year in the middle of the night this is all the time for those kids and they can't eat or drink i cannot imagine not being able to eat or drink i don't know if you know this about me but i love my food like (laughs) massively i mean if you went for dinner i want to know where you went i want to know what you ate and who you were with and what they ate i cannot imagine like a very basic thing like eating not being able to do that and like Simon said, he doesn't complain, but that's the same for all of our kids. They're just they're just built from a different material than us. They're just something else. And I've said it before, we can all learn such a lesson for them on how to value life and appreciate what we have, but um I'll not give a lecture on that right now. How can you get involved? Um, lots of different things, and I will take tangents off. So apologies in advance. First of all, we are raffling off a trip. The trip is primarily um, two flights. They can be, it will be, some restrictions will apply, but you'll be able to go from Dublin if you win. If you're on the mainland, you can go from Liverpool, Manchester, wherever you want to go from. Um, It'll be Boston for three nights and then two tickets to a Bruins game. Again, there will be some restrictions before anyone comes for me later on. If that is not, it, it isn't just for hockey fans, though. I have to keep telling this to people. If you don't want to go to the Bruins game, no problem. I will change those tickets to an extra night in Boston, not a bother. So encourage your people who couldn't care less about ice hockey to enter the raffle anyway, and I will swap it out for them. Also, if you're in North America and you want to get involved, I will, not I, but we will reverse the prize. We will pay for you to come to Belfast and come to a Giants game instead of an NHL game, no problem. Like We were, we will work with anyone who wins it to to get it to what they kind of will work for them best. So if it's putting them off that they think it's only gonna go from Dublin or whatever, it's not. We're gonna work with people to get them the easiest thing that they can. Um, So you can do that. Join, uh, buy a raffle ticket through raffle. Uh, The other thing you can do if you just couldn't care less about going on a trip or whatever, that's not your thing. You can just donate money. That sounds very cursed, but that's the bottom line um, at the GoFundMe. link it's all over the giant social it's on a from the bridge social it's probably on every one of us our socials um, i know it's a tough time for everybody and i get it not everybody has money to spare and that's absolutely fine i would ask you if you cannot donate just to share just to share the information and um, share the links because you don't know someone on your socials might be willing to donate or want to enter the competition so through raffle through gofundme or just simply from sharing the information
1: Simon is so into it. He's actually painted the the uh, QR code on his kitchen wall behind him there. So if you're uh, if you're uh, wanting, just hold your smartphone up, scan that'll take you straight there. Rafa, you can buy your ticket right now while we're on the air. So uh, get involved is pretty much what we're saying. Laura, sure, join in, do whatever you can. But um, we're going to do everything we can to get Boston, Blakey, in Boston this winter.
2: Hopefully so. Yeah, it's exciting. It'll be. Such an experience for him. Like right now, he has to really lie flat or at an angle for about 95% of the day. So that doesn't leave you too many options for things. And yes, he does get about he's not like he can't lie in his wheelchair at that angle because when he sits up for too long, he gets a bowel obstruction. I mean, that's pretty grim. So it'll be something for him to really, really look forward to. And not just for Blake. I mean, his whole family have to make sacrifices. And I, I don't mean for him in a negative way. But like Christine spent years in hospital, and as all our sick kids, like parents will know, it's it's, it's brutal. There There's no bed. Sometimes it's a chair that you sleep in. Sometimes there is a the, the bed, a the chair pulls into some sort of bed, and that's okay for one or two nights. not okay for years on a time. It's it's grim. It's really grim and for them. And like Pixie misses out time with Christine, time with Blake. They all miss out as a family, and again, it's the same for all her sick kids so it'll be extra special that they'd all get to go together and try and make some memories that they've missed out on over the years really
1: well smallsy we're going to have to press on with the rest of the show, but thank you very much for for joining us tonight and
2: nice time, gents thanks for everything you do
1: see you later kid
2: pleasure bye-bye yeah,
0: I just, wanted, just wanted to say before we go on okay a massive massive thanks to the odyssey trust um they they put up a thousand pounds uh donation which is just phenomenal it's it's fantastic um and love belfast as soon as they heard about it i got a call from andre donaldson and inga uh i love belfast um and they're doing exactly the same uh so we really appreciate all their support as i say we understand that you know not everybody has um you know any spare cash to basically put into it uh but it's it's about sharing uh, any post that you see even if you put it onto your social media um, and you, you can't afford anything you're helping us by spreading the word and the more people that find out about it the better chance there is of raising those extra pennies and as, as Tesco say every little helps Um so we, everybody that's donated so far and everybody that's bought a raffle ticket so far we really really appreciate all your support um, I know that uh, Blake and his family will, will really appreciate it too and um, and as I said, we just don't know how many chances that we're going to get to do something like this. So um, we're very lucky, AVFTB, that we're in the position to try and help. Um, and you know what, David, as I said, it's it, you just—I think about it all the time. And I, I love the way man the bits. and um, I, I just, you just don't know what's around the corner for him. And I mean, we, we heard about we die the other day, and he's back over in Newcastle, and and he had a little operation to hopefully help his chances. Down the line as well, and and you know, Marsha and and um, Seth as, as well. They and and then you talk about young Ethan and Andy and um, uh, Yvette. And, and and you know even like Adam uh, Michael Roth, Adam Michael has going through a bit of a challenge at the minute as well. And I've seen something up for him. And again, if you can't donate to that, to Blakey, please help out Adam as well. All these little challenges with the the kids that we have that they've been over with us for over the years has been absolutely phenomenal. And and the support that you guys give from the fan base, not just Belfast Giants fans, by the way, right the whole way across the Elite League uh, has been it's nothing short of, of phenomenal. So thank you very, very much.
1: Right, Simon, let's get on with the hockey. I'm pretty excited about this one because, like, call him an MVP, call him whatever you want. This guy scored the last goal of the um, Grand Slam season. And I, for one, am absolutely delighted to have him back in tail. Welcome back to a few from the bridge,
3: Coops. Hey, Davey, how's it going? Kitchy?
1: Not too bad, Coops. Coops, I spoke to you not the end of the season just past, the end of the season before when you were debating hanging the skates up forever and says, please, go away for the summer and think about it. Don't make a knee jerk reaction. You're too young. Managed to. It wasn't anything to do with me, but you, you came back, had another season. Said the same thing at the end of last season. Guys, don't retire. You're too young. The, the real world sucks, and it's, it lasts forever. And, again, here you are, back in tail for another season. Another go at it.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was really conflicted at the end of last year. Just leaving on a high would be, obviously, a, a great um, a great thing. But um, I just just coming home and then thinking about retiring interviewing for jobs it just it just didn't feel right and then so I had some chats with my girlfriend and family and um, we thought um, Belfast is uh, it's felt like home for the past two years and um, why not uh, pursue that and 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 come back and just kind of just really excited to be back
1: <laughs> as, as you say coops it's actually quite a a difficult position and a lot of guys have moved on and a few have retired you kind of hit the high as as much as you know elite league hockey you won a lot to play in the champions league And kind of there is a question mark there the, the tackle over the summer what am i coming back to try and achieve
3: yeah no i uh like we won five out of six uh trophies um the last two years and we, we've been uh great team but each year was a different storyline like um last year we had to kind of dig our way out of a big hole and
1: <laughs> um
3: yeah and then then a bunch of the roster changes and then year one uh two years ago we just had the same roster and kind of stuck around and got hot and beat the right teams at the right moment um so i think you you chase uh like experiences and and the process and um Uh, This year will be much different than the past two, and but hopefully the same, and that we have three trophies at the end. But the 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 road traveled will be a lot different, and it's just it's exciting, and um, getting to play hockey for your job is uh is pretty fun. So, um and and being around the guys all the time, it's it's a great experience, and then the city of Belfast has been incredible and so welcoming. Um, it's just it's a different storyline and just uh, new bodies and. Hopefully, we can show them uh, what Belfast is all about. Hello, Mark. Hi, Simon. How you
0: doing? I'm okay, mate. How are you? Good. Good. Um, firstly, you owe me three quid for a crossbar challenge <laughs> last season. I know. We're, we'll I, carry that forward.
3: Yeah, we'll roll it over. Hopefully, it'll be uh, – I've been practicing this summer, so.
0: Yeah, well, you're going to – I haven't, but I don't need to practice. Anyway, um, where are you now?
3: Um, I'm actually heading up north to a cottage uh, this weekend. Um, I left this afternoon. I just I stopped on the way to uh, grab a bite and then uh, talk to you guys, which are, it's a nice, uh, nice little stop.
0: Good man. You you talk about last season and you talk about digging yourself out of a hole. Obviously, you're talking about mid November and, and the start of December when we lost two two games against Manchester. But is there a pivotal moment from last year that you, you literally just went, you know what? This is what we need to do. And break it down into maybe sections of five games at a time. Uh, but is there a pivotal moment that that's in your mind from last year?
3: Um, not one moment, but I remember um, coming back from international break. Guilford had a big lead on us, and I think we went in there. We played Nottingham, and then um, uh, had an we won, and then we went to Guilford the next night, and I think we we kind of took it to them. And, uh, they had, they had beaten us, I think the three games before that, um, in the year, and we knew they were the real deal. Um, but when we took it to them, I think that gave us a little, uh, sense of belief and, um, kind of like we can do this, like, we'll obviously need some help with some other teams beating the teams ahead of us. But I think if we can kind of, uh, control our own destiny and just play it, stay in our lane and play our game, uh. We, we'll be right there at the end and then uh, take us to the second last game and we don't want to talk about the last one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're going to skip over that very quickly. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the last game of the season. The year before, I remember standing right beside Davey when he was telling you, you know, obviously we're, we get beat by Cardiff. I can't remember the score, 6-2, 6-3, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Um. And uh, 2021, and they, they, you know, they, they played. They were a good team. They played really well that night. Um But la- this past April, when we managed to, to get the, the third trophy of the season in the bag and, and that big win against the, the Cardiff Devils. I remember you telling me after the game um that, you know, when you were skating down on the empty net, the puck was bobbled. You, you couldn't see it on TV. I watched it back numerous times, but you said you'd never felt the puck move about move about as much. <laughs> um and, and, you know, basically you're only 20 feet away from the empty net, but you thought you might miss.
3: Yeah, no, I... I I chipped I it out and then I think Laker made a good play on the wall. So the puck was bobbling and then late in the game, the ice isn't great. And I was just like, I can't miss this one. I, this, this, this is too big of a moment. So I, I wanted to like get as close as possible and settle the puck, but the puck never settled. But I, I got close enough where I, I thought I could just tap it in, but sometimes empty netters are more nervous. There's too much time to think the backdoor one timers are, uh, very easy. There's no time to think, and I had, a, I had about five seconds to think about that one going up the ice. So it, it was nerve wracking, but uh, what a relief at the end of there, and uh, the excitement uh, then began.
1: The the excitement where we were was something else. Says never punched me as hard in my life. He's like, okay. I had the um, so the league trophy and the challenge cup trophy in the van out the back of the arena. I went go and get them, and I was out the van and back before the game had even finished. <laughs> like it just. It was such a oh, still sore. But I want to ask you, because I can still, like, I obviously very, very little to do with that thing. I don't play hockey. But the pain of that previous year, I can still feel how sore it was to lose that final. Although you go through the whole season, it's like a 54-league league season, and it's the big prize to win, and we've won the Challenge Cup, and we've won the league. Getting that empty net goal, is that, like, the maximum high? Is that, like, can the 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 elation of winning that? Does it? does it erase the pain cuz when simon talked about losing the challenge cup final i that, that hurt, it actually physically hurts still
3: um can you guys still hear me i my my yeah yeah. Or... yeah okay um yeah no i that 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 was an extreme high um that that goal uh could, didn't matter who who scored it but I think Donnie's goal too, and then Steve O'Ree's mm. goal. We kind of took it to them in the third. Um, it was it was kind of crucial to us, and um, but the ultimate high is like in hockey. You grow up trying to win the last game of the season, and and we won the last game there. So that was that was a huge win, and um, I'll forever remember th- that season and that game.
1: I I know that there'll be guys on the bench, and and you've got George, and you've got. Um, Stewie and Adam and, and this season obviously Mace and there'd be people keeping it in cool. But like we were up in the box there and and it was tense and it was Josh Roach came in and went, Like, everybody calm down. We've got this. We have got this. Uh and and so it played out that way. As soon as we got that one goal, High Glove and Ben Bynes that the, the sort of ice tilted and we went on and won it well. But Coops, enjoy your weekend at the cottage. Thanks very much for taking the time to, to come in on us. We're gonna have to move on with the rest of the show, but looking forward to getting you back in Belfast and getting a big hug with you soon.
0: He's
3: gone. <laughs> oh, oh. can you hear like, me?
1: We, we can we can hear you, but we're going to motor on. Can, yeah, I don't know what's going on Ciz,
3: with my service.
1: Says can text you that message. I <laughs> will speak to you later. Lots of love to mum and dad as well. So see you soon. All right, there we go. we we'll just <laughs> uh, you can text them, tell them, ask have about Randy, and I've got a hug waiting for him. But um, Simon, no, no point waiting any further. Brilliant to have Coops back, brilliant to have all those guys, but. Um, we're very fortunate that we're going to take a little bit of a moment now to announce a new player to Belfast Rosa As as people have been asking on the Twitter all day, the name of the show, Smelly Later. What's it all about? Well, see if this works, I don't know how to get rid of that now. <laughs> we really need Patty. But um absolutely delighted to be joined on this week's a View from the Bridge by latest signing to the Belfast Giants, Greg Prince. Greg, welcome along. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Great to great to be a part of the Teal Army. Greg, while I try and get rid of you, of your the rest of your picture on the screen here. Um give us a little bit of, of background. How did um obviously Adam Keefe reached out over the last number of weeks and you spoke and got a contract done?
4: Yeah. Um, I talked to Coach Kiefer last week. Um, he sold me the, to the idea of uh, coming over to Europe and playing for Belfast Giants, and everything I heard was positive. Talked to some of the guys. Um, talked to Scott Conway a little bit. He gave, me, he gave uh, Belfast really good reviews. Talked to uh, Jeff Baum. I went to school with him as well. So um, just heard nothing but good things and can't wait to get started.
1: You're another one of what has been for Belfast a a, a fantastic tournament. The, the friendship before you came, to, I think maybe your freshman year you came here. Um, you, you've referenced Scott Conway, you've referenced Jeff Baum, current and past Belfast Giants. There's a couple of other guys within the league from that province as well. Fun memories of that sort of week in Belfast, and was it was there any factor at all there, and you coming back to the organization? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh,
4: it was just a great week in general. I mean, they treated us. Like we were just coming in, we were just random college teams coming in and it was a first-class uh, organization just from that one week when we were here. So obviously I know uh, how well they treat outsiders, so I can't imagine how well they treat people uh, on the inside. So it's definitely uh, definitely something I'm really looking forward to and Belfast was great for the week, so I can't wait to uh, get out there and explore it even more.
0: Greg, I was talking to you on, on WhatsApp over the last couple of days and, and, you know, I was speaking to Cons last week. Um, and he was telling me, you know, what sort of player you are. But can you let the tail army what what uh, what you think they can expect coming into Belfast this year?
4: Yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a two way player. I like to play hard. Uh, do whatever it takes to help the team win. Um, enjoy uh, I enjoy scoring big goals. Enjoy scoring a lot of goals. So hopefully that'll be something uh, I can show you guys. Um, but just playing a hard a uh, hard 200 foot game, making sure uh, I'm doing everything that the team needs and everything uh, to help the team win.
0: AHL uh, hockey for the last couple of years Uh, you know obviously the the when you're playing the NHL the prospect that you really want to try and get that next step the NHL um, but you know that the the ACHL really isn't far away as well how difficult is it to get the mindset to play at that level
4: yeah for sure it's definitely uh, you're really competing for your job every single night there's people like obviously, you're close to the guys on your team, but there's people gunning for your spot uh, left and right. Whether it be guys that get sent down from the NHL or guys get called up from the ECHL, so you're kind of uh, you're always on edge a little bit. You show up to the rink, you never know who's going to be there, who's going to get called up or sent down. So there's definitely uh, a lot of unknown, and it's definitely it's definitely a hard league to play in. But once you get uh once you get accustomed to, it, you get used to it. But I think it'll be nice to uh, get a little bit change and see see how uh, different leagues are
0: when we look at the NCAA teams that have been to Belfast now, there's been 19 different teams that have been in Belfast over the last six years. And obviously we've missed out for COVID. Unfortunately, we're not having it this year, but we're really looking forward to the 2024. Um, but how important has, has coach Lehman been to you? Uh, because we we talked about it before with, with Cons and bomber, um, you know, and you know, we, he's a really, really good coach. Obviously he's been in Providence a long time, but, He's also coached at the world junior level with the USA. How important was he for you? Yeah, he was huge. Uh, I chose
4: Providence. <coughs> for reasons. Uh, I chose him for Nate Lehman, and because they're because uh, they win. Those are definitely two big uh, big reasons. But Nate, he's one of the best coaches I've ever played for. He's a pro coach in a college environment, so that really helps helps the players develop and helps you get to the next level. Uh, I credit all my all my success at Providence and getting to be able to play pro and be in the position I am to him. Uh, without him, I don't know where. Where my career would have took me, but he was—he uh, was very instrumental in, in helping me get to the pro level and keep developing throughout college.
1: Greg, i, I don't know how much you have um, looked into the EIHL or how much you knew about it before before you made the move over. Over the last sort of, well, we prefer to say Simon, six seven years, the league has got a lot younger, um, and I think this has been driven by the Belfast Giants and the Friendship Four. There's so many guys now coming through college to this league rather than. Guys, like I'm not, I'm not being disparaging because they were amazing when they were here. Guys like Paddy Dwyer, Jim Vandermeer, guys at the end of their careers, coming for maybe some college, get their masters, one or two more years. But these are young guys now, putting themselves in the shop window for maybe jobs in Europe or or going back to North America. Have you referenced the AHL at all, or do you know of other guys playing in it, bar your your Providence alumnus?
4: Um, yeah, definitely. Just the I looked into this league a little bit, and it just it seems like. Uh definitely a good league for me to get some opportunity and get some, get some solid playing time. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I think it's just, it's getting better and better over the years. So I think it'll be a really good, uh, really good league to be able to develop and definitely um, like being a little bit younger, there's a lot of options on the table. So I think it's a really good stepping stone where I can continue to build in Belfast the following year or take another step in Europe or end up going back to North America. So it's definitely, it's definitely a really, really solid place I'm in right now. And I'm just looking to, looking to take this year and see how it goes after that.
1: Um, um, How much of a little carrot was the CHL dangled in front of you? Is that something that interests, you know, playing five games across Europe?
4: Uh, Yeah, that was huge. Uh, That was one of the biggest things me and uh, Coach Kiefer talked about, just being able to for myself individually measure myself against those kind of players and get to travel a little bit and play in some of those really big games and they're going to be really exciting for the fans and just to measure as a team because I know we play a couple of those games before our regular season even starts, so if we can get off to a good foot about uh, against those teams. It can really uh, propel us through the rest of the season and give us a lot of confidence. So I'm looking forward to those games, and it's definitely a huge selling point for me.
1: And what's sort of what's the next couple of days or weeks just before you land in the Belfast going to be like for you? Back on the ice, you're doing a bit of off ice training. What's what's going on for you?
4: Uh, yeah, I've been working out and skating every day. Uh, we have a pretty good pro group down here, so I actually have to drive up to Boston tomorrow and get all my visa stuff done. So that won't be too much fun, but. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I think I have two weeks left, so I'm just trying to embrace it and spend some time with my family and my fiance before uh, before I uh, head off to Belfast.
1: Um, is she going to be able to make a trip across during the season?
4: Uh, yeah, I think she are, actually already has four different dates set out, so she's really oh, excited too, but she's going to stay uh, stay back in Boston and work, but she'll come and visit and uh, support support all of us as well. So.
1: Lovely. Well, look, Greg, we're really looking forward to having you at Belfast. Looking forward to catching up with you really soon. And enjoy the next couple of weeks. Have some great time with the family and and safe travels. And we'll catch up with you this side of the water.
4: Awesome. Sounds great. Can't wait to meet you guys. Thank you very much for having me. All the best. Cheers, Greg. Thanks, Greg.
0: See ya.
1: Catchy. Another another young guy to the roster and uh, exciting talent.
0: Yes, mate. Um, you know, again, Adam, uh, George, and uh, Nias especially have been meeting three times, four times a week, um, they, they have looked at so many players, they've done their homework, um, you know, they, they, they literally, I mean, they're in the, the room for probably five, six hours at a time as well. It's hard to get rid of them sometimes. They probably have to turn the lights off. But, um, you know, you, you see what the effort goes into it. You don't, when I was, you know, before I started working within the organization, um, you know, over the last couple of years, we knew that there was conversations. We knew that there much work that you're on video call an awful lot of the time, but the, the communication um, with, as I say, Adam, Mace, George, and, and obviously Stewie's there as well. And, and Steve, you know, the, the communication that they have to, to get the level that they're at is, you know, that you just don't realize how much work goes into it. So, um you know, it's, that's another important cog to the, to add to the, the, uh, the system. And, and, and I'm um, really looking forward to seeing what he has to offer. He's, he's, I watched a bit of video on him the last couple of days when we found out that he was coming on board and um, spoke to Con's, and says he's a really good player as well. So, um, you know, you've you played the last three years in the AHL. You, you don't, you know, There's not many players come from the AHL directly to the AHL anymore. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to really see what Siva has to offer. Let's just
1: talk to somebody who might know a little bit then, somebody who might have been doing a little bit of scouting and, and chatting about these players. You referenced them just a minute ago. Absolutely delighted to see him back in Belfast. He took a year out of hockey, but he's back. Welcome back to Jeff Mason. Gentlemen, how are you? Hi how are how's things, Jeff?
5: Good, good. Things are good. Let's uh, enjoying this beautiful weather we've been having in Northern Ireland.
1: Listen, obviously, he went away last year and, and did, did a year behind the bench. Uh, you're sort of your own gig in Dundee. Whilst it mightn't have been the ultimate success that you wanted in terms of hockey results. It was always going to be a difficult gig going to Dundee, but you must have learned a lot about yourself and about the game. You're bringing those things back to town.
5: Yeah, definitely. Some, you know, some, some really, uh, learned some things that worked. Learned some things that didn't work, uh, got to see, you know, things from kind of a different point of view and a, and a different, you know, how, how, uh, you know, when I you've been in one place for so long, you only know kind of one way of doing things, and um, you know you get to see how some things are done other places, and um, you know certainly was a uh, was a good experience, good learning experience. Certainly, you know better better for it. Um, but uh, you know, family and I are, are happy to to be back here in, in Belfast, and, and looking forward to the season starting.
0: I said how great it is to have you back. Um, and you know, when you're looking at the um the Dundee stars last year, uh, we've obviously managed to get one of their players. Tell us a wee bit about Elijah Briga. Uh
5: Briga's a great guy, uh great player, um, good person. Uh, I think he'll fit in uh with with the culture here and how things are done. And um you know, he's a he's a good kid that really nice kid. Um, and he, he wants to be a hockey player. He's one of the first guys on the ice. He's one of the last guys off the ice. He competes, he battles hard, um, he, you know, played through injuries last year at times and, and was certainly, um, you know, did some, did some, <coughs> some really good things on the ice and, and it, you know, was a, was a player that I relied on, you know, heavily, um, in all situations and, and really excited for him to have the opportunity to play at Belfast. um, and see what he can do here and, uh, you know, happy that he's, uh, that he's coming along and, um, you know, hopefully, like I said, I think he's a player that fits right into the culture and, and how things go here. And, um, you know, as a, you know, former, former college teammate on the, on the roster as well. Um, you know, and those guys that come from AIC, that's a great program. The, the coach there, Eric Lang has done a great job and built the championship culture there and a winning culture year on year um you know and hopefully he'll you know i think he'll come and and fit in very well
1: miss i don't know if you caught the tail end of the chat we're having with greg prince there but we were referencing that over i'll say the last seven or eight years anyway the league has changed and and somewhat led by belfast and the the patty dwars the jim Vandermeers that were coming here for one last sort of go at hockey are or less being replaced by these U sports the ncaa guys the guys coming through the college system at the start of their career and they're hitting the ihl in their early 20s now rather than mid 30s steve thornton when he came along you know speed kills gonna you've got to recruit speed and that's the way the game's going now you've got to recruit speed you're looking at that roster this season there's some some absolute speed merchants in
5: that yeah and that's one of the things that that we've you know focused on this summer and Uh, If you look at the league year on year, the players that that have success and do well are are players with speed. Um, So you know, certainly that is one of the things that that we're looking for in in players and trying to bring people in. And you know, uh, the speed of the game, you know, is incredible. And you start bringing in these younger players um, and the levels they've been playing at. Uh, you know, it's it's really something to something to watch. I mean, sometimes I watch the NHL now, and I think, man, it, it is so fast. It, you know, and every level, the speed at every level is has increased. So, um, it, you know, it is a thing. You know, when I first came over here, it wasn't you, you weren't getting a lot of guys straight out of college. There was no such thing as as rookies in the Eihl. They were maybe rookies to the Eihl, but they weren't. You know very unheard of to see rookies. And now it's, it's very commonplace kids coming over here uh, and and a team like Belfast that's had a lot of success bringing guys in, developing them and then them moving on to, you know, to, to, you know, top tier European leagues, uh, I think is one of the things that started that.
1: Well, just just before you go there, Simon, on that point, is that one of our selling points when we're going? The guys are saying like, "There's an opportunity. You come to Belfast, obviously a, a successful franchise. You have an opportunity. We can put you in the European window. We can put you in, you know, back in America and in higher leagues, and you're maybe potentially going out at the minute." Is that something you actively sell to these
5: guys? Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the biggest selling points for Belfast, aside from you know all the success that the team has had on the ice, and aside from how great the city is and how much guys love it is how much success we've had and how many guys have come here and gone on to bigger and better things. And, um, you know, though, we, we know how great a place it is to play here. There are other places in Europe where, you know, the, the leagues are better or you can make more money. And, and so, you know, this is a job for guys and that's on guys' mind. And so, these you know a lot of these younger players that we're recruiting that are using this as they want to come here and do well and have success and hopefully see it lead to bigger and better things so it's absolutely you know we sell not only the success of the team and how well we've done over the years but also you know how many guys have gone on to uh, you know to other contracts and other european leagues
0: Mias, when you look at the the provenance the, the connection with provenance now obviously yourself uh cons uh Jeff Baum and now Greg Prince, uh, who had just announced there and I. I mean, there's four friars. I could probably get you a, a job in my mates' chip shop on the Ray Road, Richie's. Um, you know, I was waiting for that I told you earlier. Um, yeah. But the, um, you know, the connection there, and obviously it must be good for you to to have these kids coming from a background where you know and, and, and what sort of, how, tra- how well they're treated over in Providence as well.
5: Yeah, and I think Nate Lehman and his staff at, at Providence uh, I wasn't fortunate enough to play for them obviously they came along after me but have done wonders with that program and made it a national power and and the amount of friars that are playing in the NHL and and you know pro throughout North America and Europe uh, is is a testament to how good of a job they've done uh, you know over the last probably 10 years they redeveloped their facilities they put a ton of money into making making sure they had the top-level, you know, facilities and and upgraded the rink and all kinds of things. And, you know, sad to say all that stuff happened after I was there. Um, But, uh, you know, as an alumni, it certainly makes you proud. And I think one of the great things about Providence is they also, you know, obviously I have a connection there and, and, you know, know some people there and have have some connections that way. But uh, they've been a Friendship Four team. And teams that come over and play in the Friendship Four is a massive – boost for us because you know these kids come over they play in this tournament they see how great it is they see how well things are done here and we get players that are reaching out to us because they know how good it is and they've been to the city and and they really want to come and play here so um you know certainly uh I, i love the fact that they're friars i can't say i have a lot to speak to them about because i think almost everything's changed since i've been there i wouldn't know the names of any of the bars or anything that's happened since i've been there but um it's uh, you know as an alumni, it's great to see guys going on and having success and doing well. Um, and you know they're coming from a program that we know has done well and had success. And we get to see them you know firsthand when they came over and played in the Friendship Four, and and you see the level that they're at. Um, so you, you know certainly certainly a uh, you know all good things, um, but always nice to see more Friars come over here.
0: Just one thing, and I've only just noticed it: um, the antlers are really, really suited man. <laughs> Yeah, like that? Yeah, no. Just the, way uh, your head was sitting there; it was looking really well. Just yeah. right on your head. Yeah. Um, look, I've seen how hard you guys are working um, every week. Is have a meetings three, four times a week? Uh, how do you think the team's looking out from who's been signed so far?
5: Uh, I think it's looking good. I think we're quite, you know, quite, quite pleased with it. I, I heard you a little, you're a little bit there, and I think that's one thing that you know people maybe don't understand the amount of time and effort and work that goes into putting, putting together a team. And, um, you know, certainly we're very fortunate, the number of people that we have, that we have doing it, uh, you know, the, if you get things right in the summer, uh, it it makes the season, you know, uh, I don't want to say easier, but it gives you a, it gives you a fighting chance. Um, so if you can, uh, you know, the more the more things you get right in the summer, the better you do in recruitment. Obviously, um, you, you can hit the ground running, and so we've got a, a big advantage in the amount of guys we have doing it. But it is it is a lot of time and effort, and speaking to as many people as you can. And and uh, there's a lot more video now that you can watch on on guys, so you can really see. Do plenty of homework on people, and you know sometimes you do lots and lots of work and watch lots and lots of tape and speak to lots and lots of people on guys you know are probably never going to come um, but that's just part of that that's just part of it and being prepared and sometimes you do a lot of work on guys and they don't come that year, but you get them the following year or a couple of years down the road so um, it's never it's certainly never wasted
1: you know miss i I'm sure I'm one of a massive crowd of people that's really really delighted to see you back in Belfast and Listen, well, thank you very much for your time tonight we'll let you get back to the piano there and uh and
5: yeah i'll just going yeah play. i'll rip a few tunes out we'll before i go to bed <laughs> see you later thank all you
1: right. Cheers, says before we go on just up above you give that another wee plugger up there tell people what that's all about
0: yeah that's basically for raffle uh we have a brilliant prize up for grabs it's a trip for two people to, to boston for three nights uh, to include a Boston Bruins game. It doesn't have to include the hockey. If you want an extra night instead of the hockey, we'll pay for it for the hotel. That's absolutely fine. Get yourself a four night trip potentially to Boston um, for a fiver at least. Uh, buy a ticket that you're supporting a fundraising uh, effort which we have up here for uh, Get Dick to Boston. So um, every little helps. I've already said it for Tesco. I'm expecting Tesco to be in contact with us to see if we can give us a few quid as well. But um, the, as it's really appreciative, so hopefully you guys can uh, uh, support us in any way. And if you can't do that one, we also have a GoFundMe page. Um, to uh, Just whatever you can donate is very, very, very much appreciated. Just hold your
1: smartphone up to the screen above Simon's head there. It'll take you straight to the raffle page. Five quid if you've got it. Win three nights in Boston. Flights, accommodation, tickets to Bruins for a diver. Simon, let's move on. Absolutely, another another guy waiting in the wings here, and you know we've said it time and time again over many many years now. There's no show without punch. There's no hockey without Deco. Deco, welcome turn your back. Turn around, Ah, uh, um, uh, that work? move, yes. man.
0: Amateur move. Mate. Amateur move. Well, you can see the dog now. Hello. Oh, hello. What's
1: the dog? What's the doggy called?
6: This is Nala. Oh, so hello. That's, hello. that's like. Oh, now everybody got Li-
1: Lion King or Land of it's in Order or
6: something like that. One. Yeah, that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't name her. Uh, she, she was. Um, we, we adopted her from my friend, um, and yeah, he, he named her. So, or his daughter named her, I think, and that's exactly what it's from. Yeah, so Is it the Lion King, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: Deco, the, um, the organization kept us waiting with bated breath over the summer. Finally, we got the deal across the line, and uh, you're back for another year until.
6: Yeah, I mean, I kept them waiting too. So <laughs> really, um, no, there, there was just a few things. Um, nothing, nothing, um, nothing, you know, to do with, like wait out night or a whole night for it. There was just a few things in the background that that we wanted to try and do, and we didn't know if we could do that until quite recently. So uh, it's all good, and the team were very. Very supportive and helpful of getting it done. Basically, I just I wanted to. It's not sort of done yet, but I wanted to try and get on the uni program. So that's basically what I was. What I was. I was pushing towards. Um. So we were just waiting to see if that would if that would happen. And it looks like it probably will. So, so here I am. So even even if even if it didn't go uh, full steam ahead like that, I, I probably would have been involved anyway. Um, coming whenever I could, or or just being in like an emergency guy or something along those lines. So you'll. I don't think you'll ever fully get rid of me. So.
3: Let
1: us let, drill into that. Let's drill into that ever so slightly. What is it you want? To, you'd like to do at Uni is it the, the standard, you know, masters that the guys are doing in sports, or what is it you want?
6: Yeah, to do? yeah. No, it used to be a sport. <laughs> it used to be MSC Sports Management, but that course actually closed. So some guys would have done that, and then some guys would have done the MBA, and then Mark Cooper last year done the Executive MBA. Um, but those guys, some of those guys have you know, if if you ever look at their hockey TV, you'll notice things like Harvard, Princeton. Uh, Brown Union, all these, you know, universities that they've went to over in over in the States and Canada. Um so a lot of them have undergrads. So it's a little different here because I sort of came straight in um to playing hockey at eighteen. I never I never actually I could have went to uni, but I never did. So um this is a good opportunity for um for me to do it. Well we have a good partnership with well, we have we had the options of LaSalle and and you know, University of Ulster. So yeah, it's it, it looks like it's gonna be MSC management, um all doing well. Um so, I mean, it'll be a busy year with, with, with work, hockey and, and university, but we would really looking forward to it.
1: Let's go back to the hockey then. It was a pretty successful season for your Belfast Giants. And then obviously you had your, your international duty at the end of the season. Must be a, a pretty satisfying time to be a hockey guy.
6: Yeah, especially on the Belfast Giants end of it. I mean, we couldn't have done much better, I don't think. Um and then yeah well the ireland the ireland thing you know maybe didn't go our way this year but you know we'll we'll keep going we'll get there eventually um it's it's development cup so development is the word that we're using um so there's all about that you know it's important that we do or we do our thing and and we develop players here and and you know you know i'm coming towards the the very back now of my career so um, it's important for the guys coming through that they have somewhere to play because there's, there's not a lot of places to play in Belfast, so yeah, but in terms of the Giants, I mean, yeah, brilliant year last year, everything went our way and, and I think we can't really argue with that and whenever I see other fans around, around the league, it looks like we're the ones to be shot at again this year
0: Deco, it brings me on to a really good segue get us in there, you know, when you look back at, at 13 years now in Belfast for you and you look at the amount of players that you've played with teammates and and Obviously, coaches that you play it under. Um, you've seen the roster, uh, you know, that we've 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 signed this year, a lot of new faces in, but again, you're used to that. Um, is there anybody sticking out for you, or is anybody that that you're maybe looking forward to to seeing what they can get up to? No, it's I was going to say, you never know who you're who you're getting. That's not true. The guys
6: do a lot of work on on who they're who they're recruiting. I'm not privy to it. Um, you know, I'll hear, oh, we we maybe talk to this guy, or we've signed this guy. I believe he made the announcement tonight for for Prince, right? So I heard I heard of that one there a wee while ago. But the one, it, it's good. To, it's nice to see um you got up on the screen there. Some of the returning names: Jackson Whistle, Bas A big one was Mark Cooper. I was really really happy to see him coming back. Um, I think he just does everything the correct way. same with Ben Legge. Those are guys, you know, you can really count on night in, night out, and they're going to be a huge part. And then, obviously, our Brits as well, side, Longer, great guys. You know, we've started been here for a while, you know, the city. So. And then it's exciting to meet new people. I mean, as you said, you touched on it, it happens all the time, every couple of years, you know, especially when you have the amount of success we have. You know, guys get good offers, and it's understandable, and you can't begrudge them going somewhere. It's a short career. So, yeah, it'll be exciting to meet these new guys and, and see what they're like. And, yeah, it's an exciting time.
0: What have you
6: been up oh, to during oh, the summer? So, sorry, sorry, right, sorry, David. Sorry, sorry. working. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> working every day. So much. Uh I've I've got I've, I've been going to the driving range a lot as well. Um, and going on the course a wee bit there as well. So, um, I'm looking after a dog uh, for a wee bit too. But um, yeah, mostly mostly working. It's it's been it's been busy enough. Um, over at the I work at the SSE, If you don't know, so I'm sort of facilities team. So. Um, right now there's a lot of work going into uh, a few things around the rink that will hopefully improve the game night experience. And I know that there's a few things going on that are going to improve the, uh, the experience for the players coming in. Um, I'm not going to say any more. I'm sure it'll be a little bit of a surprise, maybe a bit of a reveal at the time. So, But um, just the way our organisation works, it never really sits still. It's always looking to progress, always looking, how can we do something better? What can we do? So uh, I think it's one of the, the markers that stand us out in the league
0: i was i was walking out of the arena today walking across the traffic i said look harper to get in the car and i just hear this says i'm looking around me going <laughs> shouting at me deco standing on, on the roof of the building shouting <laughs> out up, <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah
6: i know so I, I was allowed to be up there i wasn't up there skiving when they got there so yeah but uh yeah as i said yeah it's going go work works going well i mean they're 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 doing a lot of work so it's uh, pretty exciting time actually um for for the organisation. Dicko, with with such a good season last season, you're always going to lose
1: people to retirement, the other teams with within Europe, maybe back to North America and you've referenced a couple of guys that came back and Mark Cooper, Ben Lake, I saw Gary yourself, how important is it to keep like a nucleus so whenever guys come in, they get explained to them what's expected of a Belfast fan? what what's belfast like you know, take them to some of the sites and signs get them on golf courses integrate them and make them belfast giants
6: well it, it starts from mace Kiefer, george probably steve as well um whenever they're recruit guys i believe they send out a little bit of a package an information package this is you know belfast this is the things you can expect this is the sort of you know tell them the truth as well as the weather this is our arena this is our mm-hmm. past success you're in the golf there's this, there's that. So, so you know, they sell, they try and sell them in the city as well, which is a good sell because, you know, maybe I'm biased being from here, but you know, if you are to top up the places to play in the places we live in, um, as a team, it, hard to beat. You know, um, I know some of the cities around the league are pretty good, but Belfast well, hard to beat. So it is. You know, they look after the players pretty well, um, but then yeah, yeah, you're talking about returning players. I mean, you know, if you're a brand new dressing room, maybe the guys who come in don't understand that the league is our big one over here. It really is. So. You know there's no nights off, there's no easy games, and then you're trying to explain to guys what the challenge cup is because it's more of a football concept, really. If you look at it, there's no challenge cups back in a lot of these leagues, so you're trying to explain to them that's a big night, that's a banner if you know if you can win it. Um, so just setting the tone, and then also, as you touched on as well, what's expected of a giant. You know, there is inductions, people like Sizzle come in, people like Laura will come in and explain what we do in the community, guys like yourself putting the word out. So, yeah, it, it is drummed in pretty quick, and you know, maybe some guys you know, you would hear it, but I think by Christmas, everyone really does understand what it, what it is to be a Belfast Giant, how privileged it is. So, yeah, I mean, it helps the players, but it's it's a whole organisation thing the whole way down. It's just filtered
0: in. They're going many sticks to break this year because it didn't seem like an awful lot. No, you see, the puck has to hit the stick for it to get damaged. So, <laughs> so, so yeah.
6: no, I, I, I didn't because, um, well, maybe, maybe I'm maturing, and I doubt it. But um, yeah, I, I, it's Taff has his eye on me. He knows he knows what I'm up to. So, no, I didn't break that many. So, yeah, um, yeah. Why do you want
0: one? I would love one, mate. Absolutely. Same. i will stick it out beside yeah. my hot tub. Would be brilliant. Thanks very yeah, much. But no, said, no, last no, last one. I just wanna ask you one last question. You know, you you play with Keeper for for eight seasons, seven seasons. Um mm-hmm. and now, you know, he's gonna his sixth season as a coach when, when you look at Covid. Um isn't that right? Six seasons now? Oh, yeah, six know.
6: seasons.
0: Yeah. Um how's he changed? Um, he's got grayer hair. Um, he's got a little heavier.
6: Um, but no, <laughs> the um, he's he's a he's a he's a better he's a, he's a he's a he's probably a better coach. Um, you know, I thought you know he won in his first year, so he, he hit the ground running, which was which was fantastic and probably probably good for him. You know, give him a lot of confidence. Um, you know, in those first couple of years, he still had a lot of guys in the team who he played with, and that's probably you know as a coach not the easiest thing because you have to find that right balance. Um. So now, you know, whenever you guys are coming in, they don't see him as Kiefer our mate, the player, you know. he's They see him as Kiefer the coach. Um, so there is a little bit of a different relationship. Um, so I do think that having George and Mace there has been a big help as well. I think some of our coaches in the past have, have, particularly player coaches, have struggled whenever it comes to, you know, it's just all on them. They've nobody to talk to. They've nobody to lean on. They've no upper set of ears or, or even someone just to, you know, bounce opinions off or, or to vent to whenever you know we're not having a good time it can be a very stressful job but in terms of systems and things like that I always think he was pretty switched on you know I would give him a lot of stick back in his playing days maybe not knowing the systems too well but he, he certainly knows him as a coach and I think he's always looking to develop and you know I, I, it's very easy to say that Sheldon could, you know show him or teach him a thing or two which is obviously true and I'm sure he does lean on Sheldon for things but I think he's very much his own man um, and I think he always has been so no, I, I think he's continuously improving as a coach. um, And, I mean, numbers don't lie. Look at the amount of trophies he's won, you know, in the last couple of years. So, the long may I continue.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe just Simon Sheldon leans on Kiefer. Who knows? But just just on, on the other way around, just as you're saying there, I wonder how important it is that Adam came through and, and Robert Fitzpatrick calls it the boot room, if you like. You know, at the minute we've got George Wada, Jeff Mason, Rob Stewart, you know, who's been here forever? Adam Keith, had came through it. When Doug Christensen came in, yeah, he had a bit of an understanding of the league, but he, he maybe didn't know what it meant to be a Belfast Giant. Derek Walser parachuted in here, didn't really know very much about the league or the British players within the league. Came, did his thing, and went on. Wasn't all that successful. But, you know, Adam hit the ground running with success because he knew what it meant. And that's what I'm kind of getting at with my previous question. Yeah. It's so important that guys understand what it is to be a Belfast Giant. And and Kiefer obviously gets that and puts that into
6: his players. Yeah, and then you can you can see I think if you look at the players who have who have gone down sort of as, as legends or whatever or or you know notable players over there, they are the guys that have fought in the most into being Belfast Giants and, and you know put a lot into the community. And I don't know if it's just because we're like quite a hard working city and, and there's been divides and, and things like that. But you know, whenever the, the fans see a good hardworking player who's willing to go out there and stand up and and and, and be counted for it, I think it resonates with them so I think that buys them a little bit of leeway as well so I, I mean I think Kiefer could go you know 10-0 at the start of the season you know touch wood it never happens and you know he would no one would ever question him in terms of the famous. and there's, there's not a lot of that and I think as you said that goes back to just how much the city means to him and how much being a Belfast Giant means to him Um, and then you, yeah George and George was a great pickup you know obviously Jeff was over in Dundee for a year's work experience Um but um, he he certainly knows what it means as well. Mario, the local girl, George Mario, the local girl. So, yeah, they're, they're guys, you know, who, who understood and they're, they're A's and captains. So, fantastic.
0: Deco, you, you finished that last wee part off there with, you know, all the legends that have been around the club. And and I know you don't look at yourself uh, in that way, but we do. Um, we absolutely think you're magic, mate. You're a massive part of this club over the last 13 years. Um, I see how, you know, you're one of the first guys on the ice or one of the last guys off the ice. Um, and uh, I know that all the boys in the room appreciate appreciate your efforts, and we appreciate you giving us your time here on a on a Thursday night. I know it's your you know you're up early for work every day now as well, so having to do you know a bit of work during the summer, which is probably not what you're used to. But um, listen, we really appreciate <laughs> you, you your didn't time. What
6: <laughs>
1: you wouldn't know
0: much about it? <laughs> okay, mate, I'm, I'm not complaining about it. You know, I'm looking forward to my next holiday at the end of September. But yeah, uh, listen, listen, we really, yeah. We, we really really appreciate you. We really really appreciate your time and uh, I'll, I'll probably see you tomorrow at some point.
6: Yeah, yeah, no, no, any any time, of course. Um, We appreciate what you guys do as well. It's, um, our link to the fans. So, yeah, no, I'll, I'll probably see you tomorrow. What time did you leave? You're leaving about 3 o'clock today, so maybe if you want to stay a little
0: longer tomorrow, that'd be great. <laughs> I think <laughs> it about 20 past 3 today, and, and yeah. just for the information, if anybody else is watching from Phonacab, uh I didn't leave at all 20 past 3. That's uh, a Phonakab day today, so I wasn't there. It was yesterday you seen me. Yesterday right it was, uh, yeah, true. Thank you. So. Get your dates right. Hey, he's still right, here. Better. Such him off buddy right. <laughs> no, thank, Thanks much.
1: See you later in the summer, mate. You're okay.
0: <laughs> he's brilliant. <laughs> he's absolutely brilliant. Such a top lad. Like,
1: uh, yeah, and what's that? Thirteen years now. Simon, am I yep. right in saying it with the club? Mate. You know, so like, um, when you look at it, you know, you've got Kiefer and and you know, as we said, Stewie, Adam, um, George, Mark Garside, guys that are just. Have been here forever. Get what it means to be a Belfast Jam. But listen, one last I have a question
0: for you, Debbie. Oh, go on. So this, oh, no. You're going to have to go and get this information. See, when you look at the 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 um, the coaching games amount behind the bench, Adam Mace, George, and I last season with as a Chance and and uh, Stewie over the last twenty three years. How many games have the coaching team? Got behind that bench, the Belfast Giants. Take a guess.
1: Oh my goodness! Just the, the Will, current coaching team behind. The, cheaper, well, George alone. George has only it? really been behind the bench just over seventy-five season. games. Yeah, um Stewie probably has at least five hundred games behind the bench. How many maybe more six? Five or six hundred? Stewie That's more
0: than that. Stewie he, more
1: than behind the no, bench. because last 10 years more than. I but he, he went away. Well, yeah, well, 50 games a season. I'm saying 500 games, 10, 10 years.
0: When was the last time he played 50 games a season?
1: He played 72 or something last year. I'll look, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll yeah, ta- I've just ask you to give us a next, guess. Next, next of from the bridge. I, I, all right, then, two and a half thousand games. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think that's far off the mark. I really don't. Anyway, we'll, we'll work that out and... We'll tell you next time on a you for the bridge. But listen, one guy who is also, um, I don't know whether I can do this or not, one guy who has also been, uh, give me a wee minute. Fill for me there. You know what I'm looking for here.
0: Do you want me to do any other business now before we go into this? Have
1: you got any other business? Now? Oh, I it, by the way. I found yeah. it. That's okay. Um, but let's do any other business. Sorry, Patty, if you're watching. Apologies. We're not as smooth as
0: you. No. Thanks, Patty. I do And all furnace, Paddy, we are missing you. Genuinely. I know Davey's doing a great job, but we are missing oh. you. Um, Dylan and Graham are on their way to the transplant games. Best of luck, boys. I hope you smash it out of the park and be really brilliant, whatever you get up to over there. Um, we announced our golf day for the OSC. It's on the Monday of the 11th of September. There's only about six or seven spots left as it sits right now. Um, really looking forward to getting out there. I think we've got probably, we've got a couple of ex-players coming back. We've got the coaching staff. We've got I think it's about thirteen or fourteen players here, golfers. Um, there's a couple of guys who, you know, it's, it's not fair to ask awesome them to come and swing a, a golf bat if they uh, if they don't play it. So um, they'll maybe be there for a drink or something, but then I'm in the afternoon. But um, we'll 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 wait and see where we get to. Hopefully, you and Paddy are coming over for it as well. I said to you a couple of times, and you, I know you still That's haven't a booked your flights yet, but see what you can get done. Um, and the last one is uh, we die as well, and uh, die. Uh, I know he was in the hospital where we are thinking about you, yeah, but hope you're okay, wee man. Um I know we I seen a poster the other day that um you know he's that he's he's doing really well. So um great to see him. Uh, I had lunch with him a couple of weeks ago, him and his, his dad and Laura over in um uh, next door in the Odyssey place. So um great to see you. Hopefully you're gonna be okay um in the next couple of days and weeks. And uh we're still thinking about you all and again, so especially all the kids that are that are coming along and are having tough times and and um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I just can't wait for season to start now. I mean, I know keep on saying oh, that's only around the corner and it is only around the corner, but uh, it's, I've, I've missed a lot of people. It's just, you know, you see, you don't you usually see them every game and people coming up and asking you how things are and, you know, what do you think about this and that and the other. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to getting back.
1: Well, Simon, um, obviously one of the uh, big things that happened over the last six months was the coronation of King Charles III. And one of the first things he did was give his favourite hockey player an award. And here we are, delighted to be joined by. I'm not going to say an old face, but an old friend of of you from the bridge, and and this time by royal appointment. It's uh, it's great to have you on call.
7: Thanks, Davey. Always good to be a guest. A pleasure to see you again.
1: Well, obviously this this little chat just the last time we were podcasting, the news was just breaking, so we didn't have time to get you on. The news breaking that it's now Colin Shields, member of the British Empire.
7: Yeah, thanks. It was a bit of a surprise. Um, wasn't expecting it. Didn't really know uh, what to think when I got the letter. I thought it was almost a joke someone was playing on me. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely an honor and I um, was excited to you know get recognition. I wasn't really, as I say, expecting that or you know, never sort of out to get that kind of recognition. But it was nice to be recognized for um, sort of, you know, services to ice hockey and, um, you know, everything I've done sort of in the game and outside the
1: game as well. When you look back, we, we talk towards the, towards the end of your career, when you're on A View from the Bridge a bit more often, we talked about what records and that kind of thing meant to you. And it, it was all very much team first, but that you would probably get time after your career to reflect on how your career went, personal milestones, team milestones. And you look at guys like, there's very, very few within the ice hockey community. Tony Hahn's the only one that sort of strikes off the top of the head that has, Uh, royal honors you know it must be pretty cool to add that to the list of achievements yeah
7: as I said never something that was even on my radar or something I expected Tony's was an amazing player and amazing ambassador to the game for such a long time and um you know I got a message from him congratulating me too so uh it was definitely a surprise and it was really excited to get it and didn't really know what was in stage you know in store next as far as what to do and um you know when the announcement came out i think it was on a saturday i can't remember maybe a saturday and um the amount of messages and and texts and and facebook and instagram messages. i, got, I actually couldn't believe that because it, it came out the night before i think the bbc put it out and i got a few maybe because it was quite late maybe at 11 o'clock and i was like oh that was nice like you know kind of a big deal as far as that goes and then the next day i think i was golfing and i literally couldn't I think I had to turn my phone off because it was just like going crazy. There were so many messages, so definitely thanks to everyone that sent me a message or reached out after it.
1: That's a nice little touch as well, just to know that people still really care and, and, and people are still engaged with your career.
7: Yeah, I mean, it seems like forever ago, since I retired four years now. Um, but it seems like so much longer. But uh, yeah, I just kept in touch with a lot of you know players and, and people like that and also kept in touch with a lot of fans. So. Uh, it was definitely nice to hear from a lot of different people from different places I played over the
1: years. And what's the what's the next stage? When do you go get your award or or medal or whatever whatever way it's done?
7: <laughs> uh, I was given a I got a letter saying I would get a six week warning, so a six weeks heads up to make some step some I almost said some standalone plans, some uh, travel plans. But uh, yeah, I'll have to figure that out once it comes through. But yeah, give me give me a six week warning to sort of arrange some things to get there.
1: And, and how's things at TPF, how's the golf, how's the handicap going?
7: Golf's going terrible, but uh, things at TPF are going well. Business is good, uh, trucking along, so need to get the golf game back in order, but got a couple of trips coming up here in the next couple of months. Um, hopefully at least, at least my big handicap will help for those trips, try
1: and make some money and, here. And, and I know that the, you know, you keep your finger on the pulse of the Belfast Giants, still from time to time, you know, commentating on the TV and that kind of thing. Only a few weeks now to, the CHL kicks off, guys will be coming in over the next few weeks and the, you know, that preseason camp, getting themselves tuned up for the part of the season. Is, that, is this something that you're able to completely detach yourself from now? You don't miss it at all, or is this the time of year where the juices start flowing and, you know, the, the players coming back into town it's gets a bit of excitement in the belly again?
7: Yeah, I think it's exciting. And the first year we retired, it was a little bit different, you know, 2019-20 there. Um, you know, especially with the COVID and the season being canceled. So the first half of that year was kind of exciting. Went to some games and kept pretty close. And then, of course, the next season being canceled. And the first season back, uh, didn't make it through a ton of games. Um, But obviously being involved last year with Viaplay and doing the TV stuff, I sort of was following a lot more of the games, watching a lot more on TV and on webcasts, um, which was kind of nice to get back involved a little bit into the game. Um and to be around the rinks again and see a lot of family, a lot of family a lot of friends um and players on a lot of teams and, and coaches and stuff so it was good last year to sort of be involved a little bit more um I'm not sure if, what capacity you know that'll be this year but um you know like it made it to a lot more Giants games last year just as a fan and um got to enjoy the other kind of social side of it and have a few um uh, beverages as such. Uh, quite a few of the games, so it was good. It was good to watch the game from that perspective, but also from the broadcast booth too, uh, with Murph. But uh, yeah, this is always an exciting time for, time of year. I think as you're if you're a player, you're, the summer seems kind of good at the start. It's nice to be off and nice to get a little break from hockey. Then you start training. Then you start to get back on the ice as the summer goes on, and you then you just kind of want training camp to get started. You're excited to see your teammates, your friends, uh, to get back on the ice as far as like a game capacity. It's it's okay training the summer. You get used to it, but until you get into Canada kind of that August time and you, you want to get back on with your team and get back out there and play in front of the fans.
1: Well, listen, I know that you've got a, a, a client just waiting to get going in the gym <laughs> there, so I'm not keep you too much longer, but as you always often sign off on a tweet, we'll hopefully see you at the rink. And I, I don't know, do we, do we like salute you now or something?
7: Uh, just call me sir, that'll be fine.
5: <laughs> All the best, Sheds. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Cheers. You're on
0: mute. You're still on mute. <laughs> I just don't know. How we to are take live, David. We are live.
1: I just don't know how to take it all. Seven. So it's it's a two thousand twenty-one again or COVID two thousand twenty, whenever that was. Um, still haven't learned how to use it. machine. but sheds. You know, we we talked very briefly on the last podcast. So we'll we'll not over overplay it. There Today's say interview
0: with him. he's delighted to be honoured by the king. Yeah, absolutely, no, it's it's you know what, it's 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 really good for the sport, it's not it's great for Colin, obviously, but it's really good for the sport, you know. We're ice hockey in the UK has been it's been ignored, in my opinion. There's you know, when you look at um, it's been great having VAM play over the last couple of years, Premier Sports before that, um, but you know, the likes of we we should be getting on skies if you and I don't want to be disrespectful, but but do you see the likes of of all our minority sports, all over Sky Sports and what have you, it's really annoying that we don't get the chance to get on there or live on BBC or UTV. You know, I'd love the opportunity to basically, you know, to see the Belfast Giants are on on those channels on a regular basis. We Our sport and our league is good enough to be on mainstream TV in the UK. Um, Is it possible to do that? I don't know. Is it something that, you know, financially that... They you know the tv channels can put into the the league or vice versa david i really don't know the ins and outs of it but if there's anybody out there that can point us in the right direction to help get um more hockey shown on tv at any level whether it's eihl whether it's the mihl whether it's anything at all you want to see more hockey on tv and uh, it would be great to, to try and get the opportunity to do that but no idea what's going to happen with it
1: says i know that um well, I believe that hockey is the is the biggest watched indoor sport in in, in the UK. Yes. So it's 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 something that uh, should probably be. Uh, be on the tv a lot more but listen we're starting to ramble now um we'll bring this to a close we've obviously had tonight we want to say thank you to andrew dixon thank you to jeff mason thank you to mark cooper who stopped on the way to his cottage was probably somewhere absolutely beautiful no doubt because the weather looked fantastic hope he has a great weekend up there thank you to jeff prince the fresh prince of belfast as uh so for anybody that didn't get to smell you later you know lyrics from the fresh prince greg prince belfast giants um thank you to simon for joining us. Thank you to Laura Small. You've got about one more minute to get on that raffle QR code, which will maybe stick up somewhere else. And uh, thank you for everybody donated. I know Laura came on earlier and said there have been over 50 raffle tickets bought tonight, which is another £200 towards getting our Blakey to to Boston. So, you know, let's see what we can do. Um, Much love to you all. But until the next time, we hope you enjoy your hockey and we'll see you next time. Oh no, I've got to do this. Patty I'll freak out if it don't. And, uh, We'll see you next time. on of you from the bridge.
0: Well done, dear Sports Sport Social Podcast Network.